Hey listeners, we got a ridiculous episode for today's show as we're pitching our bad ideas for TV shows on Podcast Demastered. Welcome, welcome listeners to episode 9 of the pod. Uh, Today's show is hopefully going to highlight each of us as savants in the realm of improv. This is going to be a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Because today we are going to take turns pitching our bad TV show ideas that have been randomly generated with different (laughs) criteria. (laughs) So... I kind of had the inception for this idea after reading, I, I feel like I've read 30 headlines of Netflix canceling shows after one season. It's like, oh, this big show that we spent millions on, yeah, we're canceling it midway through. Cancel, cancel, cancel. They cancel everything. So it also makes me wonder about their business practices and green lighting every single idea that comes into the pitch room. So we are going to be coming up with our own terrible TV pitches. And just imagine that you're talking to Netflix executives. So no pressure. They greenlight everything. It's totally fine. So this is how this is going to some pressure. (laughs) 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 All right. So uh, we got three columns here. Uh, One column is character. Uh, These can be fictional, non-fictional, just a random assortment of characters that you have to have in your show. Uh, another column we have is genre, so that's going to dictate what type of show you're going to be pitching. And then we have a wild card category, and it can be anything from uh, the set for your show, like the uh, like when it takes place. It could be props, it could be gimmicks, it can be you know plot threads. Wild card could be anything, so but it all has to be implemented into the show idea somehow. So I'm going to have each one of these columns randomly generated and then you know give you guys the criteria. And we'll you know, each of us are gonna do this, we're gonna kinda go round robin here. And uh, the person that's pitching is pitching it to the other two, and then those two have to decide if it's a good idea or not and decide to green light it or not. And we'll kind of just go round robin here and get this thing going. So, does anybody want to go? Let's do this. Does anybody want to start off? Go first. Any brave? I'll I'll start. I'll go. Let's do it. You start. Let's go for it. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna randomly generate the character. Oh god, I'm scared. And you got the Hulk. The Hulk. Hulk. Okay, great, great starting place. Awesome. Okay. All right, and your genre is going to be. Spy thriller. <gasps> I'm so excited. <laughs> and wild card is going to be plot twist. That kind of works out. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty good. That's okay, pretty, so yeah. I need to. Okay, so all right, all right. So you're okay. pitching to Chelsea and I, who oh, are executives for Netflix. Okay, so here we go. Um, Bruce Banner, the Hulk. Uh. Lives his life, uh, daytime, WrestleMania star, nighttime, <laughs> nighttime, uh, private detective, uh, as the Hulk. Hulk is the detective. Okay. Um, are, are, are we following so far? This is very important. It's Hulk PI. Yes, Hulk PI. Oh boy. Hulk PI. It's like Jessica Jones' office, except there's no door. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't or it's windows. not a door or nice. windows or or really walls i guess <laughs> <laughs> just hit him at a desk and like a like a just a blown out building the yes. plot twist the plot twist the first plot twist is that hulk didn't destroy the walls or the doors it's just a floor and a ceiling <laughs> that's the first plot twist he didn't destroy it it's just how it was um so it's just a floating ceiling? It's just a floating ceiling. Don't ask questions. <laughs> oh, but we can ask questions. <laughs> don't understand ask questions. your show better. <laughs> All right, sir. You're going to have to explain to me this floating ceiling before I write any checks. <laughs> um, well, you, you see, uh, so Hulk's PI actually sits um, on top of uh, 
Doctor Strange's house. Oh. So there you go. There's your floating ceiling. Okay. Okay. I assume Doctor Strange makes several cameos in this show. Plot twist: He doesn't. <laughs> Son, you is got a lot of plot alive twists. during this time. <laughs> he is. He's just constantly okay. on vacation or taking a phone call when Hulk needs him. Mm. Always How one convenient. of the two. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, Doctor Strange can create portals, so pretty much goes wherever he wants when he wants. So makes sense. I get it. Right. That helps the budget of this uh, show as well. <laughs> it does. We no. can only play. We can only play one, pay one Hulk actor um, at a time, and it can And we can't. We can't. We can't afford Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> also, um, I I understand that you know Netflix likes to throw money at things, but the thing we 100% is that do yes, that's our motto. Uh, another plot twist within the plot twist. Um, it's Edward Norton, not Mark Ruffalo. Oh, but, but he transforms oh. into Mark Ruffalo Thor. Thor, uh, hold on. <laughs> okay. Thor. Thor, shut up. The plot twist. <laughs> like Thor the whole time. <laughs> His oh, name perfect. is actually okay. Donald Blake the whole time. <laughs> and then, as and the how ultimate... long do you expect this uh, show to last? <laughs> 13 need, seasons. Yeah, we need at least 10 seasons. Oh. And a movie. <laughs> Hashtag. Well, of course. <laughs> of course hashtag are these like the 30 minute episodes or like an hour long episodes <laughs> um approximately an hour 36 with I 24 was... uh oh. 24 minute credits i was kind of hoping for like around 12 <laughs> minutes or so you know like a robot chicken kind of thing but i don't think you understand how many plot twists are going to be in each episode <laughs> i assumed each hmm. vignette was a plot twist and by the end you realize that the show doesn't exist don't give away spoilers like that. Well, because it's, it's only going to be around for one season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're planning on canceling this midway through. That's our other and motto. Hulk yeah. is the culprit at the end of every episode. <laughs> but he doesn't remember, though. Because he sleeps. Is it like while... meta? He destroys each episode? Yes, yes. He breaks he, the fourth um, wall by breaking your TV. He sleepwalks <laughs> at while uh, Banner's in charge. So he doesn't remember. <laughs> mm. Ban- Banner's the culprit and Hulk's always one of them. There you go. Wow. I need a check, please. <laughs> That's how you end your pitch. I need a check. How, how could you not? That was gold. Son, you got a lot of balls on you, and I appreciate that. Yes. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah, uh, Hulk PI, your twisty plotties. Love it. You know, good stuff. How much do you, I'm assuming, yeah, how much you, a billion dollars? Is that enough? Yes. Should, should cover we're at least pay, the pilot. We're only paying Edward Norton $12. <laughs> He'll take so, it. Yes. He'll take anything. I think it sounds good to me, too. Probably not those hour 36 episodes you want, but we can make it work. <laughs> oh, we'll figure it out. We'll it'll, figure it's it out. fine. It'll all be practical effects. <laughs> oh. I assume Hulk is a rubber this? suit. <laughs> Now we're just gonna dunk them in some green paint every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the transformation is just Edward Norton walks off the screen and a new actor walks on. <laughs> we're not even gonna Spe- waste time with effects. <laughs> Special guest Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> there we go. God, that dude. Oh man. Uh, I invite you to do better than that. <laughs> Wait, what's the title of this again? It's Hulk PI, one? right? Hulk PI. Yep, Hulk okay. PI. Love it. There we go. I can honestly see that being a Disney play. <laughs> <laughs> really could. It's a yeah. spinoff of She-Hulk. That's going to yes. be one of the episodes of What If. <laughs> yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> it's Hulk <Crap>. PI. <laughs> I haven't got paid yet. You can't tell people for that. Oh, this is, uh, yeah, trust me, this is closed-door meeting, closed-door meeting. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. (laughs) Of course, it'll never get out. Wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) These rooms aren't bugged. Never. All right, Chelsea, it's your turn. Okay. Because you are on the right-hand side of my screen, so in my head, this is round robin. (laughs) (laughs) She's also on the right-hand side of my screen. Yeah, see? So that makes sense. Two against one. But now no, I figured I was next anyway. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you figured correct. All right. 
Here is your character. Clifford the Big Red Dog. (laughs) Your genre, legal drama. Yes, yes. (laughs) And your wild card is world-ending asteroid. Oh my god. (laughs) That's so much better. Oh wow. Okay. I'm intrigued already. So, okay. We're all used to seeing Clifford the Big Red Dog as, you know, kind of a younger character enjoying his time with his owner, just fun, carefree. Well, he's aged a lot since that time. The world has become so chaotic and he's been separated from his owner and now he must work hard as a lawyer. And what's up with this? So, what was it? World ending? Like, <laughs> World uh, ending asteroid. <laughs> yes, okay. So, the show starts where we have Clifford as a lawyer, and everybody knows an asteroid's going to hit Earth. Well, the problem is that there's one large spaceship, and in order to get on the spaceship so you don't die from the asteroid, you have to go through, like, you have to have a lawyer represent you to see if you're worthy of being (laughs) put on the spaceship and it just so happens to be clifford he's been through a lot he's sick of all these people and he's just really wanting to root for his animals to get on there first but so clifford the judge won't let him get all the animals on there (laughs) so for every human he allows to get on board he's allowed to have one of his animal friends as well but these cases are so bizarre it's just every episode is a new case a new crazy person that he has to prove is worthy of being on the spaceship to escape dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yep. this is it's the hard life for him i just want to see a weathered old beaten down clifford <laughs> <laughs> the courtroom is yeah. ginormous. They basically have to do it like in a football stadium because he's so big. <laughs> does uh, does McGruff the Crime Hound ever get a cameo appearance? Yes, I can see. Okay, I mean, isn't McGruff okay, sold. A, a police officer? It's like a comic <laughs> yes. book. It'll be like a comic book. Oh, it's the escapism. Oh, interesting. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, I'm sold. <laughs> I just, I just like the idea I of just like a, a grizzled like Clifford. Like he just is laying on the courtroom floor because he's too old to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He's Dude. kind of more of a pink colored at this point. He's oh, not really that Clifford. deep red anymore. Do we ever see Clifford hip? like leave the courtroom, like physically walk out of the courtroom? Yeah, I want to see like his home life. Like he's got like some, <laughs> you know, old crap apartment. You know, that TV money dried up from his <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, he lives in an abandoned building now. Yeah, he's li- living on, like, the it's Lower kind of his... East Side. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the only place that'll fit him right now. And just, like, on his, like, walk home, it's just, like, trash blown in the streets, dilapidated buildings, gray sky, just chaos. Crime the or McGruff the crime dogs out there like busting drug dealing like Yorkies and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this idea. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a, it's a perfect uh, you know loss of innocence story. So mm-hmm. thank you, Wade. You sold on it. Oh yeah, I I don't see how we can't do. That. I don't see how we can't make money on this show. <laughs> great uh okay oh boy here we go here we go i got the beatles as my character my genre is cooking show oh no (laughs) and my wild card is the moon (laughs) okay (laughs) All right, so here we go. So the Beatles, two of them have passed away, 
or so we, you know, so we believe. But actually what's happened is the gang has regrouped and they headed up to space with some of their Beatles money on one of the billionaire rockets, you know, Bezos, uh, Elon Musk, take your pick. They went to the moon and they have started a lunar cooking show for all the other mysteriously disappeared uh, celebrities that, you know, quote unquote, passed away too young or went missing or, you know, it's all the, it's all the taboo and weirdness. Uh, all this, all those guys are all living on the moon and the Beatles are cooking for them. And <laughs> uh, we will film it with NASA telescopes. You know, we can't really afford to send a film crew up there. So it'll just be recorded through NASA. We'll just, you know, government contracts and, and that kind of stuff. Um, it's not going to be a competition show. It's just the Beatles cooking. You know, each episode they'll just be cooking some British nonsense, you know, sheeps in a blanket or whatever the fuck, you know, whatever <laughs> British people eat. <laughs> and uh, all these other, you know, uh, missing celebrities and figures, uh, you know, throughout pop culture up there. And they're just, uh, you know, they're eating it. They're just having a good time. So, yeah, Are there pretty- hijinks? Oh, of course the hijinks. Everyone up there okay, is some sort of, you know, deviant or malcontent of society, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Is is there a leader on the moon? If there a uh, leader, I would Do say... Do they have, like, some prime moon monarch? I would say it's not really, like, it's more, yeah, it's kind of like a, kind of like a cult <clears throat> thing, you know, where the they kind of just all <laughs> accepted that John Lennon would uh, kind of run the show up there, you know? Oh, Wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, kind of, sort of a public speaker, likes movements, likes change, you know, so he kind of just, uh, kind of runs the ship up there, you know, so he's kind of the, you know, head chef, so to speak. Does that mean Yoko Ono goes up there at some point? Uh, she's not allowed on set. Uh, Oh, okay. That was, that was part of the, uh, part of the contract to kind of get them to regroup, you know? Uh, Everybody said no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was amicable. It was amicable, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. She's she's not allowed on the premises. Uh, so yeah. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Yeah. I, I feel like that kind of just helps with any kind of uh, things we can't control uh, occurring. You know, we don't want anyone just uh, leaving on creative concerns. You know, so. <laughs> right. So we're so we're good. <laughs> kind of nip that in the bud. So, what do you guys think? I think it's a home run. Food Network, eat this shit up. I, I think that there definitely aren't enough shows on the moon. <laughs> yeah, you're telling It's a very important demographic. We could quite literally break, break ground there, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think that's why we should put our money on this, for sure. <laughs> Groundbreaking <laughs> show right here. We gotta yeah, get there before the Russians do. I, I mean, I don't... Yeah, it's a great exactly. risk. You know, I don't want to say anything to you guys. You know, you Netflix, you guys are top dog around here. But uh, Amazon and Bezos, uh, I pitched them the same idea, and they really seemed on board with it. So, you know, you know, kind of fight that out amongst yourselves. You know, there's money in this. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's yeah. always money on the moon. Yeah, yes. you, you guys don't want to go down to Amazon Prime. It's kind of what I'm saying here. You know, so. Okay, you know, sounds uh, like sounds like yeah. you've got yourself a show. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. We'll take it. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Wade, we're back to you. Oh, God, okay. Your character is Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> well, I'm, this ain't going to work. We've already done a food show. Yeah. Well, hopefully your genre is interesting then. If it's mu- not a musical, I'm quitting. <laughs> yes. It is Heist. Oh, my God. And your wild card is a coffee shop. Oh my god. Are we heisting on a coffee shop with Gordon Ramsay? You're heisting Is a whole coffee shop. We're, we're, we have to steal the entire coffee shop. All right, son. Interesting. Let's okay. uh let's hear this. All right. So so Gordon Ramsay's putting together a team. You see, um the team is going to be pulled from um all of his TV shows he's ever had. But he can only have the worst chefs on those TV shows. And they're not cooking. They're heisting. Um, and they're probably not trained for that, I wouldn't assume. 
but it's also you know kind of a reality show it's like a reality heist it's like crime in real time (laughs) (laughs) um it's like punked but it's real (laughs) yeah for sure um so i think it's important maybe maybe the front is a coffee shop that's where they work out of i think Mm. so so outside of so we have like heist adventures where they go out into the city and and heist but then we they have the downtime at the coffee shop kind of like uh like persona five or friends or friends (laughs) Just sit on a couch drinking coffee and planning heists. Or do they work at the coffee shop? Do they all like make terrible coffee? Oh, you don't work where you drink. I mean, that's (laughs) cardinal rule. Well, that's that's Gordon Ramsay's sin, though. He has to. (laughs) He has to both work and drink there. (laughs) Um. Yeah. I I don't. I don't see how that could go wrong at all. (laughs) We'll hire a couple lawyers. It'll be fine. I like the idea of a reality heist show. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been done great. before. I, it has know. not. We could. Yeah. Nope. That, that's a, that'll be a new one for us. But we do all kinds of dumb reality shit. So, you know, live heisting with Gordon Ramsay. You know, we, got, <laughs> we got the host locked down. Pat. I mean, that guy, what has any host? I mean, dude's traveling the world eating syrup in Mongolia and shit. So <laughs> that's true. Dude. He's, that's he's, a, see that's his front he's actually out doing that show but he's actually in the coffee <laughs> shop doing this show yeah <laughs> they can never they can never pin it on him yeah he's got built-in deniability see it all works sounds out sounds wild yeah. and fun yep <laughs> i love it you write Excellent. down whatever you want on this piece of paper and we'll pay it <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chelsea. Your character okay. is the Teletubbies. <laughs> your genre will be sitcom, <laughs> <laughs> and your wild card egg roll. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so a Teletubbies sitcom that has something to do with egg rolls. Or egg rolls are in it. Somehow. Well, I think the egg roll will take front and center here. Alrighty. So, in the Teletubbies children's show, you know, the really big deal thing was the sun. The baby sun that they always looked towards and everything and did magical things. Well, that sun has grown up. And now it's an egg roll in its place. The Teletubbies have evolved a bit. I always thought it was a human child, but, you know, (laughs) makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as I said, it was a human child, but then the child grew up and is no longer the sun. So the sun is no longer there. So then the egg roll magically took its place. Oh. Teletubbies is a magical world. Makes sense. All right. You got me back on board. We're good. Yes. Okay. And so one of the things, and like it has magical powers, and so the Teletubbies can now speak like a human. Instead of just their, like, tubby custard and other little random words they like to say. <laughs> tubby custard a language. <laughs> no, well, I mean, they not, say, it like... <laughs> it should be. Well, yeah. Anyway, because, you know, they have very limited speak. So, now they can speak a lot. And they're older. Some of them have come out of the closet. So, you know, <laughs> they're dealing with relationships and stuff. They're kind of teenagers and everything. And... Every night they worship the egg roll. <laughs> so you got a bunch of sexually angsty <laughs> teletubbies that yes. worship an egg roll. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. We've That's done all worse. You can do with you that. <laughs> we, we've uh, we've greenlit. We've yeah. We've we've had worse shows. So I mean, you're you're right there. In the, you're already starting out in the middle ground. So. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I I don't mind it. I don't mind it, you know. Uh, what are you thinking, like, you're thinking college age for these Teletubbies now? Yeah, college age, you know, like 30-minute type show. It's a sitcom, so. Where? Give them short. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet like that egg roll. <laughs> that egg roll and that uh, sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> Do they have a catchy opening song? Of course. <clears throat> Excellent. Do you, 
<laughs> oh, you were done. <laughs> do, yeah. Can we? Uh, do you have lyrics or uh, you know? Oh. <laughs> I need to speak with uh, <laughs> those who are writing the music. Oh, right, right. right. I don't music have department. that with me I right it, now. I get it. So. I get it. We, yeah. we don't have that together mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Uh, just email us <laughs> later. You know, that's. <laughs> Yes. Kind of lives and dies on those uh, lyrics. So. Yep. Don't worry, I'll have it to you by the end of the week. <laughs> do you have a, Do you have a name for your show? <laughs> but teenage tubbies. Teenage. Tubbies. <laughs> I know. I was. Well, it's college life, so. Oh. Campus uh, tubby tubbies. college co-ed, life. Coed tubbies. <laughs> Coed Tubby's Coed. Coey's Tubbed is definitely a website that exists. So I don't know if we have the domain rights to that. uh... (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) I almost guarantee Coed Tubby's is something. Oh oh yeah, definitely. Uh, We'll have the legal team check in. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe 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 uh, maybe Campus Tubby's or you know something like that. Campus Tubby's. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Or tele- Campus Tubbies. Campus Tubbies. Campus Tubbies. I, I feel like that might be something too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we'll get with legal on this. You know, it's it's fine. We'll 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 work it out. We'll work it out. So, <laughs> thank you. I don't know, uh, Wade. What yeah? What do you think? You know. I think I'd be down with that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Blank check. Is that okay? You know, we'll just... Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Depending just... on the lyrics of the song. We need to see... Oh, uh, right, okay. yes. Of course, yes, of yes, course. Yes. yes. I will make sure to we get that to you guys. We will make this check out blank to you, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll hear from you next week. Yeah, so it's Thank you just... very much for your time. I appreciate it. <laughs> All righty. My turn. Back to me. All right. My character is... Elmo. <laughs> uh, my genre, sci-fi comedy. <laughs> what a pairing! And, oh my and my wild card, plot twist. <laughs> All right, Elmo, sci-fi comedy, plot twist. Uh, okay, okay, okay. It's been 50 years with Sesame Street. Alright, it's a long time. Elmo is ready to get out. So, he gets out and he wants to find himself because, you know, he doesn't want to be a a child, you know, a a beacon for children everywhere for for his whole life, you know. So he goes on this self-discovery adventure. And during that, he comes to realize that he's not a puppet at all, but in fact, an alien. Oh, no. I, what? Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a big, uh, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but it's kind of our big plot twist for the show. Um, that he kind of slowly starts to realize that he's not a puppet, you know. And you can imagine how that's going to affect a character's mindset, uh, having someone's hand on in them for 50 years. But, you know. <laughs> We, we 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 explain it we have some of the best writers um so you know we'll, we'll we'll breadcrumbs all the way for the audience we'll get them there you know so it all it all ties together you know it's a very twisty adventure um and we're gonna have all kinds of quirky sci-fi characters that show up you know they will have uh, a few other sesame street characters realize that they're aliens maybe that's a whole kind of thing maybe they're all aliens you know uh, sky's the limit on the twisties you know so um um so we're kind of workshopping the title here uh i kind of wanted to keep it you know not too not a one at high brow but you know nothing like that i think we're just we'll keep it simple you know it's just elmo the alien um so you're revealing the plot twist in the I, title i mean i did say we were workshopping it so <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want to get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so let's just say working title. You know, keep it okay. simple. <laughs> keep it simple for everyone. Okay, I could, I can go with the working title. Um, there's a lot of unknown factors here. I need you to explain a little bit more, please. <laughs> oh, of course, of course, of course. I am 100% prepared for this. So. Okay. So, you said maybe some, all, 
are of the other Sesame Street characters or aliens? Can you please clarify? I mean, do you, like I said, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of spoilers, uh, a lot of plot twists, you know, we, with, I mean, just in general, with Elmo becoming an alien. Um, well, we're at... holding the money, so we need to know those details. Okay, well, oh, one of them was going to be uh, Oscar the Grouch. Um, <laughs> he was kind of always an alien, and he always knew it. That's why he was such an asshole on Sesame Street. <laughs> I can um, accept that. And he would always, you know, it's just... It would kind of explain why he always belittles everyone on, on that on that that burrow, you know. So uh, he's just li- living with the, this truth yeah. all his life. Yeah, exactly. Alien's kind of the obvious response to that. So yeah. I see. I see, Wade. Do you have any further questions for him? Um. Well, I I feel like this this needs to be brought up. Um. What if the Muppets are they involved mm. in this this revelation? No. Mm. No. no uh, we didn't want to. We didn't want to muddy the waters with the Muppets. Um, you know, let's. We just wanted to kind of stick with uh, with Sesame Street, the OGs, uh, so to speak. Um, if the show takes off, maybe we could do a spinoff uh, with the Muppets. You know, they're all. It's you know, but for right now, let's kind of just keep them separated. You know, separate but equal. You know. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Spin-off material. Mm. Spin-off material. Spin-off material, yeah. I you see. guys keep that in your back pocket. You know, that's for you guys. Yeah. Well, this sounds like a really risky show for me. I don't know. I feel like... I mean, like... It's, it's got built-in generations of audiences. You know, your grandparents probably watch this. Uh, their kids, your parents, you know, you watch this. Your kids are watching this. Everyone knows Elmo. So, everyone knows Sesame Very Street. True. So, you already got... You know, I don't want to. I don't know. You know, if you guys use Nielsen ratings or anything, but you guys got four demographics of viewership potential. So, just saying. That is a good point. Why don't we start? Why don't we start with half a season? Yes. Half a season. I definitely agree with that. Uh, watch the ratings, the responses, mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. You know, uh, I like a challenge. You know, I like to try and prove people wrong. So, uh, you know, you guys don't like the show? I'll, I'll show you why you're wrong. You know, so. We're looking forward to see what you've got. Thank you. Perfect. All right. We're back, we're back to Wade, right? Okay, here we go. Yes. All oh, right. God. Character. Peter Parker. Oh, boy. Perfect for you. Right? Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that means just Peter Parker. <laughs> so let's, keep the, let's keep the web slinging to a minimum here. Okay, fair enough. Uh, your <laughs> genre is Western. Look at this. And your wild card is driving an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so takes place um i don't know when's your typical western years whenever that is um post-civil war sure yes I, that's important yes post-civil war let's go with that um we have a, a young a young peter parker um living living his days uh trying to support his dear aunt may after his parents died of dysentery um by ubering with a horse in coach around his town that has i don't know 10 buildings in it we'll say um he gets to really know his market yep settlement's not terribly big so we can't we can't get too crazy he gets one horse and one carriage that's it no double horses we don't need that it's too that's luxurious (laughs) um and so he can't really be spider-man here because there's only 10 buildings. Um, so he got his powers. Oh, he has but his powers. U- but they're useless. Mm-hmm. But they're useless. He can't be Spider-Man here. <laughs> Out in the middle of a desert with 10 buildings. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> He's um, just web-slinging from horses. <laughs> yes. Um, so he, that's why he just Ubers. That's all he does. He Ubers. Um, you know what? He, he creates the reins to the horses with his webbing. That's all he can do. That's the only thing that he has going for him. Um, <laughs> the mayor, though, the mayor is is uh, Norman Osborn. Nice. 
Okay, mm-hmm. maybe the sheriff should be Norman Osborn. Maybe let's go with the sheriff, is Norman Osborn. Um, but he does become the goblin, which presents a problem because, you know, Peter can't be Spider Man there. But Norman Osborn does get his really cool goblin glider. <laughs> I feel that's important. I feel you can't have the green goblin without the goblin glider. But In a can... western? Yes. <laughs> it's, he just stands on two horses? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the horses just run. <laughs> he throws a sheet over the horses and he calls it... <laughs> So, so when it's high noon and they have to do a and they have to do a shoot off, um, you know, Peter Peter ain't looking so good. (laughs) 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 He has his coach and his buggy, but that's you know his spider powers aren't going to do him any good here. He's just going to get trampled by the horses. With with does he have spider sense? And if so, can he dodge a bullet? Because we'll have to tell the effects department to work on that. Um, No, he (laughs) doesn't have spider sense. Okay. Okay. Because he hasn't had any chances to uh, to work on it. Like Fair. it's it might be there somewhere, but like he just doesn't get a chance to use it, so oh, it's so too weak. That could be a show-ending reveal. They get spider sense, mm-hmm. and then, you know. So I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but season mm-hmm. two, you know, they'll have spider Maybe. sense. Well, you know yeah, how like I would agree with that. you know how at the end of the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, um, you know how the Goblin like kills himself on accident. Yes. The same mm-hmm. thing's still going to happen here, but with the horses. <laughs> Trampled? Well, they, the horses have a sheet over them, so they can't see where they're running, so they just run yeah. off a cliff. No. There we go. With, with him, they like the, the sheets get Norman, and they go off the cliff with Norman. <laughs> and Harry watches the whole thing, and he becomes the Hobgoblin. He gets his own horses, but with a better sheet with hole, with eye holes in it. It's just a, it, it's just one horse though. It's just one horse. He just stands on one horse like a snowboard. Um. So so really, the budget's pretty minimum because we're hiring mostly teenagers. Um. And, and horses. And horses. Um. So there's really not any special effects. Not really. Yeah. And there's like a there's like a horse abundance, so they're. We could just, you know, they're dispensable at this point. We can just use real horses. We don't even have to, you know. We, we can, can, we can film it at George W. Bush's ranch. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, he can have some income from this, I guess. But he doesn't need him. He doesn't need much though. <laughs> can George W. Bush be the mayor? <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, there we sold. go. Perfect. Sold. Yep. Give me your yep. stacks of money. You get at least two seasons <laughs> yeah. out of us. Two seasons at least. We'll, we'll see what's happening. <laughs> Be sure to end the story quickly. <laughs> I, won't, I won't take risks on this. <laughs> oh, and plot twist, there is a Gwen Stacy, but it's kind of tragic, and I'm not going to talk about that here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's just built-in intrigue. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We're looking Chelsea. forward to see what you do with it. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, no. All right, Chelsea, your character, Charlie Brown. <laughs> your genre is period piece. And your wild card is kidnapped princess. <laughs> it kind of fits, I mean. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, kind of does. I was just thinking, I was like, what wow. little I know about these characters, I will admit. Um, How do you not know Charlie Brown? It's not something really watched as a kid. I am like, I know the basics. I've seen like the Charlie Brown Christmas. That's all you need. Thing. That, I, that's yeah. a, that's a, that okay. encompasses everything. <laughs> so, the show is Sir Charlie Brown. Excellent. I love it. It takes so far. place Good during the, Yep. Middle Ages, I guess. And you know, he just starts out as a lonely squire. He falls in love with the neighbor girl. 
when when realizes that she's it's a princess. <laughs> I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, is it a kidnapped princess it's or just a kidnapped yeah, princess okay. with a wild card. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, back to this now. Um and he doesn't realize it when he's younger, but when they grow up and drift apart, he realizes that he can't be with her because she's a princess. But he longs to be with her. Well, that's why he decides to become a squire, work his way up, be an awesome knight. Well, one day, a neighboring town just comes right through, pillage the area, kidnap the princess. Charlie Brown feels it's his duty to go save that princess. And to become a knight a man and be a honor. girl. <laughs> so it's just a crazy adventure, just going from town to town, meeting new quirky people, just trying to be the best man he can be and win his princess back. Now, I assume the princess will be Lucy. That is correct. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And we definitely need to get the uh, blonde-haired kid, what is his name, Schroeder, playing the piano? Definitely need him to do the score. So as uh yeah, Charlie Brown is galloping around on his horse. That music plays. <laughs> it's, it's just, but it's just it's just the guy falling behind him with the uh, coconuts mm-hmm. from Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> he's just riding Snoopy. Oh my Perfect. gosh! <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it's Sir Charlie Brown. Yep, Sir Charlie Brown. So what tone are you thinking? You thinking Game of Thrones here? <laughs> uh, no, more of like your... Or is this kind of like, like young adult? Yeah. But not super angsty. More of like a lighthearted twist on that. So okay. so less Twilight, kind of like, more... <clears throat> I was going to say almost Disney Channel-esque, but... <laughs> like we're, here well, just, we're just here to tell a light story. Yes. Yeah, that helps with the cool. budget, you know. Yeah. Right there. Right so there. that's what we're going with. <laughs> okay. I like it. Something for the kids and the families. Family friendly. That's perfect. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I like I like that. Just just you know, it's 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 clean. You know, we need that. We need that. Now more Definitely. than ever. We need help with that. Now more than ever. <laughs> 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 it's been a it's been a tough it's been a tough past year, so we definitely can use some <laughs> some medieval Charlie Brown. <laughs> I can honestly see that it's like some Charlie Brown special, <laughs> some, you know, right? Some, like Peabody and Sherman nonsense, where it's just him like back in time with all the other all the nonsense kids. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to me. Oh boy. <clears throat> oh boy. Alright, Benedict Arnold. Uh, my genre is s- sitcom. <laughs> Jesus. Perfect. And my wild card is the American Revolution. Damn. Oh my gosh! Oh wow. man, <laughs> that worked out. That worked out pretty well. Uh, I got the time periods right. Kind of helps. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So I got this great idea, you know, for an, a, a show that takes place during the American Revolution, with kind of a, I'm not, you know, the, not an unsung hero, but a character that kind of has a, a, a stigma to him, like he's an infamous character in history, and that's Benedict Arnold, right? But this show is going to show the lighter side of this character in a sitcom where it's just his, you know, your everyday life under the crown in the, in the new world, you know? And Benedict, you know, he just, he, uh, he just, you know, is as a hardworking man, you know whatever he did, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> whatever his uh, career was, of uh, some bookkeeper at an accountant's office. I don't know, some lame shit like that. And uh, you know, it's just a daily grinder. But he's got, you know, he's got a, you know, kooky wife. You know, I'm thinking something like, uh, 
you know, like the Honeymooners or I Love Lucy, you know, one of those situations. Uh, he's got a couple, you know, got a couple kids, you know, kind of a, you know, a, a young tyrant, a uh, little boy, you know, like a Bart Simpson kind of deal, you know. And then, it, and then he's got a, a, let's say, an older sister that's just a real, just piece of work, you know, real, you know, a real dummy, you know. Uh, also, just, you know, she kind of just gets around the town, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, one of those kind of characters. You know, just a real, <laughs> just a real, a real foil to Benedict Arnold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you know, he wants to, he wants to be he wants to be seen as a respected family. You know, and he's got he's got his his firstborn. You know, he loves her to death, but you know. Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? So one of those, it works great. You know, being a sitcom, we got all these built-in storylines. Uh, you know, I it's it's gonna be classic. You know, laugh tracks all the way. Um, you know, real real lowbrow stuff here. You know, real pigeon to the common denominator. You know, just one of those kind of shows. You know, a will a real you know like a, like a Will and Grace kind of you know or married with children kind of thing. You know, just it's one of those kind of shows. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh yeah uh what do you think what do you think i feel like uh not a lot of sitcoms you know period piece sitcoms you know that's something new you know i i love that part of that idea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. period piece mm-hmm. like sitcom that's a spectacular and it's I, something I, that we'll be the first to do i believe uh-huh. if we take you up on your offer <laughs> yeah well you know i just Come at me. Uh, I, I pride myself in someone that can take criticism. So, you know, whatever, fire away, whatever you got. I think we could probably up the quality of the characters a little bit more. You know, we don't have to, you know, we can give you a lot more money to, you know, write a cleaner script in a way of, you know, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. Re- well-rounded characters. Lots yeah, of room but... for uh, some pretty smart jokes, some pretty smart period mm-hmm. jokes in there. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yes, I feel definitely. like we're going to get, like, the same kind of writers from, you know, like a, like a Chuck Lorre show, you know, like a... Uh, big bang theory that kind of writing you know, just you know dumb people think go. it's smart that kind of stuff you know okay one of those shows i'm like in that angle i'm yep. in perfect <laughs> uh, yeah, here's your blank check i really needed this guys you know it's been hard it's been, it's been tough thank you for seeing us today we just love this idea looking forward you to will not regret it <laughs> let's hope not <laughs> yeah, we better not. <laughs> All right, uh, I say we do. Let's do one more go around. Everyone, one let's, more, one more. Let's do it. Sweet. All right. Okay. Wade, okay. 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 Your character is. I gotta stretch it. Stretch it out here. Batman. Oh boy. <laughs> you can know. I know, right? Yeah, right. Oh, wow, for real. <laughs> and your genre is heist. Uh, you already did that one. Yeah, let's do a different one. Your genre is femme fatale. Ah, oh, that's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I am ready. <laughs> and your your wild card is Sesame Street. Okay, left hook. <laughs> that's the definition Was of wild card. For that. Oh god. Oh man. Okay, so Sesame Street's gonna get real dark here. <laughs> These are this is what happened to Sesame Street when all of the puppets found out they're aliens. Oh, true, true. Spinoff, spinoff. Yeah, from previous we're pitch. creating a Netflix universe. Okay, so yes. all right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, the Birds of Prey have left Gotham City because they got tired. Um, of not being beaten up by Batman because they feel that that's sexist. So they leave to make their own... (laughs) They leave to make their own um, effect on the world. And unfortunately for Sesame Street, um, they're awfully close to Gotham City. Um, So they just hop over there. Um, And, you know, it doesn't doesn't go too well for the citizens of of Sesame Street. Um, They don't got a lot of fight in them. Um, so, you know, Harley Quinn, she goes in there, just cleans the place out. Catwoman, um, she's running the mafia. <laughs> the Sesame Street mafia? <laughs> uh, Poison like Ivy. Snuffle Up, I guess, is like the doorman. <laughs> yes. Um, Poison Ivy goes in, just complete redecorates. Just completely different kind side of Sesame Street that she never would have thought you'd get to see. 
Um, let's see, Batgirl as a twist goes with them. Um, so Makes she's sense. like she's like the fake hero. She looks like she's doing good, but that's only because she's setting up the crimes. <laughs> she's creating the crimes <laughs> to make her look, herself look good. Um, but then Batman, you know, realizes all of his uh, all of his women villains are gone. So he he goes to find them, but they're ready for him. Um, and they kill him, <laughs> and that's the season finale. Oh, so you're thinking just a oh, just wow. like a mini series, like a one off. Yes, this. I mean, I'm thinking dark. Yeah, like uh, like yeah, like Zack dark. Snyder's got nothing. I could I could tell. This is Sesame yes. Street after dark. Yes. <laughs> I assume I assume there's going to be a built in uh, story arc with Poison Ivy and Big Bird, since you know Big Bird lives in a tree, loves loves plants and whatnot. You know, maybe they have kind of like a you know like a like a side romance. You know. Um. You know, it's in- interesting that you say that. They do try. Because Poison Ivy feels that that's, you know, that's nature. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what you didn't know is that Big Bird really is a bit of a misogynist. Yeah, I can um, see that. So Poison Ivy, she, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't take crap. Um, so she moves his nest from the tree to the power line. Oh. <laughs> 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 so, wow. you know, that's, and that's going to, that's one of those like breaking bad moments. Mm-hmm. In the show, yeah, where you good. see you see him get his just desserts in a really horrible way, he wakes up one morning and he, you know his nest is on the power line. <laughs> 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 yeah, so <laughs> so there you go. Oh, alrighty, <laughs> a lot a lot to a lot to take in a lot to take in there. Mm-hmm. Um, wow thinking demographics here pretty uh pretty varied <laughs> so <laughs> you know it'll bring in it'll bring the kids in eventually oh of course it's, it'll it's bring the it'll, favorites it'll bring the kids in at least for the first couple episodes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, then the parents will stay <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah yeah, yeah. Kids, yeah exactly kids go to bed parents you know makes sense yeah mm-hmm. chelsea I think this sounds wild. I love it. Let's do this. So demented. You got a you got a you got a name for this show? Um, let's see. Let's just go Sesame Street Sirens. I like that. Sesame Street Sirens. Yep. SSS. Yep. Built-in alliteration. Marketing team will love it. So. Bam. It's <laughs> awesome. Let's say Street Sirens. <laughs> Perfect. I may work right. done, I feel. Alright. Chelsea, <laughs> it's your turn. Your character is Elsa. Yes. Oh the potential. Your genre is horror. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and your wild card is plot twist. And we've already done that one. We've done that one yeah. twice. Yeah, let's do. Let's give you. A, let's give you something fresh. Uh, okay. <laughs> your wild card is Luxo, the lamp from Pixar. <laughs> Get out of there, Luxo! Oh man. <laughs> so you have Elsa, horror, and Luxo the lamp. So, we all know that Disney owns Pixar. Well, in this universe, Pixar decides to strike back against the Disney Animation Studios. And Luxo is behind it all. He creates this environment where he traps some of the Disney animated characters and the leading character in this that he traps is Elsa in his horror fun house, as he calls it. <laughs> Lexo's fun house. <laughs> yep. Love it. So this is like a and saw. You know, with the... Oh, God. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> with Disney So characters. it plays to, you know, of course, we've already seen a lot of Elsa, lots of her fears and stuff. So it's very easy for Luxo to 
mess with Elsa from like her powers going crazy to not having her sister around feeling like she's the one who murdered her parents just everything she can't escape but will she escape that is the question there is a light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> it's luxo <laughs> No. Here's your plot twist. <laughs> oh. And Olaf comes around with <laughs> And Samantha's waiting on the other side to help her. Samantha. I hope somebody gets that joke. I got it. <laughs> yes. He does indeed know a Samantha. <laughs> yes. Maybe Samantha's just the friends we've made along the way. There you go. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah, there, we got yep. a tagline. Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, a murderous. Luxo's Horror Funhouse. Luxo's Horror Funhouse. This is like Five Nights at Freddy's, but with a lamp and Elsa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, all jokes aside, I had to watch a dark horror fantasy with Elsa. I mean, I feel like the first Frozen was one rewrite away from being a horror film with Elsa. So I mean, kinda, it could have been. It easily could have cool. taken a complete, you know, there's a part of that film where she definitely could have went the other path. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. You know. Definitely. That would have made that film far better. But that's, <laughs> let's save that, save that for another episode. <laughs> but it's love and happiness sisterhood well yeah. not in luxo's oh, world. this time samantha no <laughs> luxo's world nope, there's no luxo's love. World. nope no love no control just fear and blood and light bulbs <laughs> yep <laughs> that's your tagline and the squeaking fear, blood, of the ball of luxo jumping on the like ball or like the letter you just hear that every single time she makes that's, her way through the fun house that's so instead of a, getting close. instead of a ball it's now decapitated <laughs> disney characters Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Jesus. <laughs> we can take this as dark as you want, you know? <laughs> it's Netflix. Yeah. We don't have any filter here, you know? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have for that. Wait, what's the title again? Luxo's Horror House or whatever? <laughs> what? Yeah. Luxo's horror fun horror fun house. Oh yeah, Luxo's, or just Luxo Luxo's fun house. Actually, Luxo's fun house. And I we could mm-hmm. we could trick a lot of people into watching that. So just mm-hmm. on the just on the title, make a family friendly poster. You know, our opening numbers would be great. <laughs> just not so much the next weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a it'd be a steep drop off, but you know we'll let the bean counters handle that. So. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm all, right. all in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right. The last one. Here we go. My character is... I already did that. Arthur the Aardvark. Now, is that Arthur the children's show? <laughs> yeah. Is he an Aardvark? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know his last name. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. As long as I know... As long as I know who, which Arthur we're talking about here. All right, mm-hmm. my genre is nonfiction historical. Okay, <laughs> we're off to a great start here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and my wild card is Twinkie. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. I'm sure you guys uh, saw in the news that they announced that uh, Arthur's show is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, like 22 years, right? So, yeah, something like that. So Arthur's going to be looking for a new job. Um, I figure we could create a show sort of like, uh, you know, like a, like, a, like a dirty jobs or, you know, uh, how it was made or modern marvels. You know, one of those, <laughs> one of those blue collar shows, you know. <laughs> And uh, put Arthur in charge of it. You know, he's older. He's done with the children's world. And uh, we can just have it be, you know, a whole adventure of how, uh, you know, the history of Twinkies. You know? And uh, not just, you know, not just like a slice of life of Twinkie lore. 
but the entire rich tapestry of that of that empire of the Twinkie, and uh, you know, totally nonfiction, of course, Twink, you know, because Twinkies are real. So each episode, uh, Arthur could just you know focus on a different uh, period of time of the inception of Twinkies, and just you know, we, I figure we can make at least fifty seasons, you know, uh, hour long episodes. <laughs> Um, the whole shebang. Yeah, this would be a great. This would be a great, you know, show for the boomers. You know, to keep them, you know, to keep them interested. Um, you know, like they kind of like this kind of stuff. You know, that A and E kind of show. You know, so. <laughs> the kind of show you fall asleep to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff they turn on in retirement homes to, you know, keep the, to keep the residents quiet. You know. Oh God. <laughs> Well, but we'll be the residents one day because, you know, <laughs> we're, we're the Arthur crew. Yeah, that's true. I feel I feel like Arthur's a good host for this. Um, he's an aardvark. I, I'm just, I don't know much about aardvarks. I'm assuming they eat trash like raccoons and shit. So I'm sure they've had some Twinkie wrappers in their time. So he's probably a fan. Um, sees he's a great host. He's got a nice, calm voice, wears glasses. He's got like a, you know, like a sweater vest. The demographic will, you know, will buy into him. You know, they'll just believe he's a straight shooter. You know, so we already got that. So yeah, but, uh, I feel right. like uh, I feel like that's <laughs> I feel like it's, it's as good as I can. It's as good as I can get it for you guys. You know? So I like a lot of that. I think it sounds good. I think maybe we could take that more of a mini series. Hmm. Okay. That's proud I would okay. see it, but <laughs> less um, fifty seasons and more. You have yeah. five episodes. Five mm-hmm. episodes. Okay. Yeah, five episodes. I, I I hear what you guys are saying. Um, you know, uh, I feel like you're wrong, but I'm in no position <laughs> to, to say that. You know, I, I'm like, on the other. Giving you the money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on the other side of the desk here. I get that. I'm I'm a smart man. You know, understand the industry. Um, but uh, I feel like you're making a mistake. You know, I feel like people would really buy into Fifty Seasons of the Twinkie. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's a we're just gonna call it Twinkie. Um, so I feel like clever title art on the Netflix. You know, we can maybe show like uh, you know, it's just a white background and a Twinkie, and underneath it just has like a timeline. You know, so it just shows that Twinkie's just been around forever. You know, people will love it. Simple, simple, clear messaging. You know, I feel like uh, that sounds great. But, you know, we may reconsider, you know, negotiating something else, maybe other types of food items that mm-hmm. Arthur can mm-hmm. deal with after. Oh, of course. But There's all kinds. Of the, we'll stick with the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's all kind of, you know, uh, we'll, we'll shoot a pilot and we'll kind of just, you know, I'll see what you guys think. Yeah. We'll go from there. Okay. <laughs> Five episodes right now. <laughs> Five episodes, right? Boom. <laughs> Nailed the pitch. Came in for 50 <laughs> seasons and you left with five episodes. You know, it's a starting yes. point. It's a starting point. <laughs> Got to dream big. Yeah, I, I never said I was a great, you know, negotiator. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> don't don't go on Shark Tank, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to tell the wife I left the room with a yes. That's all she needs to know. <laughs> so. You're right. Here we go. Ah, <laughs> uh, All right. Jesus. I'd watch some of those. <laughs> yeah some of those i hated saying those words out loud <laughs> right. what's your what's your personal favorite what's your personal favorite chelsea that out of all the shows that you would actually watch or at least be interested in <laughs> i think the whole one the or the hulk one the whole pi <laughs> yeah i don't know that seemed pretty fun to me Wade, what about you? What about you guys? I mean, for that Hulk one, your your head's gonna be spinning. You don't even understand the amount of plot holes that's gonna be in that show. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. The Batman one, I got I gotta think. I gotta put my money on the Batman one. The Sesame Street Sirens. <laughs> yep, Sesame Street Sirens. <laughs> yeah, that one seems like definitely a hot mess. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm all I'm all for that. <laughs> right. I kind of want to see this. I kind of want to see this Luxo uh, horror house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I can only imagine the aesthetics in that show. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. 
I mean, if you think about it, a lamp as a villain is already terrifying because he can just shine his light, a dark room, illuminate you or, you know, how you're going to die. You know, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. can also squish you, do anything, yeah. When you yeah, look exactly. into Luxo's, uh, um, when you look into his light bulb, you see you see the method in which you die. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like the, uh, the, the ultimate lights fear. from the It. From it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hope disney's not coming for us after this i mean if they didn't come for us after the pixar episode i feel like we're good (laughs) i guess that's fair yeah (laughs) we didn't completely twist their ideas though (laughs) no that's true that's true yeah well it's all good fun all right good good show good show uh one more note before we go i actually finally get to see uh black widow i know it's been a while um it's okay <laughs> okay so, it's okay okay it's okay just wanted to throw that in there because i didn't get to say anything during your guys's review so now the listeners know i thought it was okay and that's and it. so now we're all just waiting for mm-hmm. shang chi yep and then, and then Hawkeye in November is the only other thing that's confirmed. Well, what if? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Just, that's just happy fun time. <laughs> that's just, yeah, definitely. True, yeah. <laughs> just I can't be... wait to see all the stuff that people come up with after they watch What If. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty excited like, for it. Y'all not understand it's What If. We could do we could do our own we'll do a we'll do a what if episode maybe down the road. Okay. That'll be with good more, time. With like a certain yeah. We'll we'll, we'll talk we'll talk offline. <laughs> 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 Alright guys, that's gonna do it for this episode. Um if you want more of this kind of uh tomfoolery, you know. Be sure to like and subscribe to uh, wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on further episodes. And, uh, you know, leave us a review. We like feedback, um, good or bad. Uh, we also like ratings, uh, but only of the <laughs> five variety. Anything less than that, please keep it to yourself. Um, <laughs> all um, ones. And yeah, and you can, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can email us at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. You can also, you know, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at poddemastered. And, uh, you know, you can just, if you want to comment on the show, if you want to send in your own crazy, zany pitch ideas, you know, we'd love to read them. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Chelsea and Wade have nothing to say to you guys. (laughs) Bye, Bye. listeners. Bye.